Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. And today we are looking at Lesson 168. Your grace is given me, I claim it now. So the theme is grace. What is it? And it's given to us and how can we claim it? Right, I like that statement. God speaks to us, shall we not speak to him? He is not distant. He makes no attempt to hide from us. We try to hide from him and suffer from deception. He remains entirely accessible. He loves his son. There is no certainty but this, yet this suffices. He will love his son forever. When his mind remains asleep, he loves him still. And when his mind awakens, he loves him with a never-changing love. Well, so this mind is our connection to our divine source. And somewhere in the text it says, you are a thought in the mind of God. Um, Thought capitalized, God capitalized. So this connection to our source through our mind, it's very essential. And what... What can we do to make that connection stronger? And I think that's what this lesson is about. Your grace is given me, I claim it now. And it says, well, God's always talking to you, but are you talking to God? You know, so it, it's like the communication breaks down from our end because we're not paying attention. We're more or less asleep to this communication, you know. But it does say when you wake up there, God is there to have this conversation. And so it's a matter of waking up and to what do you give your attention to? I mean, are you giving part of your life to this divine connection and this communication with your creator or or not. So how can you expect to be aware of the grace if you're not communicating to the source of the grace? Mm. Something like that. If you but knew the meaning of his love, hope and despair would be impossible. For hope would be forever satisfied and despair of any kind unthinkable. So you despair is like dep- depression, right? Yeah. His grace, his answer is to all despair, for in it lies remembrance of his love. Would he not gladly give the means by which his will is recognized? His grace is yours by your acknowledgement. And memory of him awakens in the mind that asks the means of him whereby its sleep is done. So we can have this grace by our acknowledgement of it, right? We have to acknowledge that we have the grace given to us. Yeah, and, and pay attention. You know, and that's the purpose of the lessons is to increase our attention given to 
our divine creator. And, you know, I'm thinking of this lesson, uh, it's actually two lessons, 224 and 225. It says, um, uh, my God is my father and he loves his son. And then it says, God is my father and his son loves him. Mm -hmm. So that paragraph was talking about God's love, right? Yeah. That this this love of God is real and that we can have access to it, right? But we have to acknowledge it. Doesn't it say you have to be the one who, yeah, who asks? Yeah, grace, is grace and love the same then? Well, grace, grace is, a, is a result of being in connection with this divine love this god's love mm -hmm. and then but we have to acknowledge that that is there so god is my father and he loves his son god is my father and his son loves him that establishes this communication you know the communication of you acknowledging god's love and then god's love now being received by you because you are acknowledging it and and if you're not present with that awareness, you're asleep, it says. But it's that doesn't mean God's love is not there when you're asleep. It is there. You're just not aware of it. So as you wake up to God's love, you're aware of it, and you receive the love, and you let in the grace. Your grace is given me. We claim it now. I claim it now. Well, the problem with not feeling the grace is that we're not giving attention to God's love and we're not claiming it. So we're not claiming the grace. We're not communicating with God's love. And this is saying you can communicate with God's love. And in that communication, you receive the grace. Today we ask of God the gift he has most carefully preserved within our hearts, waiting to be acknowledged. That's what it says, waiting to be acknowledged. This, the gift by which God leans to us and lifts us up, taking salvation's final step himself. All steps but this we learn, instructed by his voice. But finally, he comes himself and takes us in his arms and sweeps away the cobwebs of our sleep. His gift of grace is more than just an answer. It restores all memories the sleeping mind forgot, all certainty of what love's meaning is. So it seems like to me, if I can accept the grace, I would feel God's love also. I would not only have it, I would feel it, right? Of course. So that's what I want, is to be able to feel it. Well, later on, there's a lesson. Uh, I feel the love of God within me oh, now. Right, I feel. So, um, yeah, this, this communication, this exchange, you have to acknowledge that it's there. Then you have to claim it. 
and then in that claiming it, there's there's an action of inner inner connection, inner transformation, uh, making a difference in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like your remembrance of your Creator is coming back into your mind. So you have to give that attention. God loves his son. Request him now to give the means by which this world will disappear and the vision first will come with knowledge, but an instant later. For in grace you see a light that covers all the world in love and watch fear disappear from every face as hearts rise up and claim the light as theirs. What now remains that heaven be delayed an instant longer? What is still undone when your forgiveness rests on everything? It is a new and holy day today, for we receive what has been given. Our faith lies in the giver, not our own acceptance. We acknowledge our mistakes, but he to whom all error is unknown is yet the one who answers our mistakes by giving us the means to lay them down and rise to him in gratitude and love. Yeah, okay. Well, I want to I want to say something about meditation because one of our clients mentioned something about meditation and then being that it's very deep and complicated and um that she was doing something preparing herself to be uh, open to learn meditation. But meditation is not complicated. Meditation does not have a system. Like you have to do X, Y, Z. You have to learn A, B, C. That is not meditation. That's some kind of tyranny, you know? Meditation is only the quality of your attention. Like... We're meditating on this lesson now in this talk. The quality of your attention you give to anything is the beginning of meditation. Okay. You know, it's like when you when you ask that scientist, you know, who had discovered the the photography that could photograph the, the baby in the womb. Yeah. And you said, Well, do you ever meditate? And he said, my whole life is a he meditation. He said, I'm always meditating. I'm, and he was looking through the microscope when he said that. Yeah, and I'm always meditating. So this should be our, our clarion call for truth, you know? It's like, what, what do we give our attention to? And what is the quality of that attention? And that is meditation. So it's not something that takes all these years of, of, of learning. It's just what is your attention given to? Okay. That's and good. and how, how focused is that attention? And it's like the focus is like right now we're focusing on this lesson. Right? 
So that is a meditation. Now, when we're done with the lesson, we might get up and go wash the dishes. And that is a focus too. But the meditation doesn't have to cease. You know, it's like the meditation can be constant. It's like what the quality of your attention is to whatever it is you're doing is meditation. So I think if we all saw the simplicity of it, that we wouldn't get into all these systems and, uh, it, you know, more learning, more compiling rules and regulations onto, onto something that is so simple. It should have the liberation of simplicity in it. And if it doesn't liberate you to make you feel better and make your life uh, more more joyful, more simple, more uh, direct, then why are we doing it? It's like we're trying to undo the complications in our life, not, not add more to it. So meditation is that which simplifies and lets go of all the complications. And that's what this lesson is saying. You know, God's always talking to you, but are you talking to God? Most people aren't giving that kind of attention to that source in themselves. And this is trying to get us to wake up. Okay. And And that's meditation. And he descends to meet us as we come to him. For what he has prepared for us, he gives and we receive. Such is his will, because he loves his son. To him we pray today, returning, but the word he gave uh, to us through his own voice. His word, his love. Your grace is given to me, I claim it now. Father, I come to you, and you will come to me who ask. I am the son you love. Yeah, and that's the prayer, right? Right. We'll read it again. Your grace is given me. I claim it now. Father, I come to you, and you will come to me who ask. I am the son you love. So I'm asking for the Father to come to me and give me his grace, and asking that I can receive it. All right, so let's just take a couple of minutes here and do this prayer. So what did you hear, Sandra Ray? Hmm. Uh, I was I was just repeating the statements. Did you hear anything? Yeah. Well, I. You know, the subject is grace, right? So, and the subject is claiming it, and acknowledging God's love for you and your love for God. And I think it's just a matter of attention we give to it. You know, like, you could sit here, we're in our apartment, and we could look around. You know, I see the carpet, the oriental carpet. I see this beautiful wooden trunk. I see the spaciousness of our apartment, the high ceilings, beautiful materials. And there's this sense of appreciation, there's this sense of gratitude, this sense of well-being. And 
that's what makes up grace. I mean, you're not going to feel bad in a state of grace, are you? No. <laughs> I mean, so, so like, it, it, it's a good feeling that you have. It's a safe feeling. It's a happy feeling. All that goes along with grace. So we're claiming that perfect happiness, or you call it pure joy, we're claiming that as our own. And in that claiming of the happiness, we make this connection with our divine source. And we make this connection with the love that the source has given us. Like, where did all this stuff come from that makes us so happy? We don't know, but here it is. And that composes our world of well-being. And then we acknowledge, well, it comes from some source. And that source is looking after us. And that is our creator. And that exchange of the gratitude back to the creator and, and the <clears throat> provenance coming from the creator, that whole sort of cycle is this grace and we're within this this action of grace your grace is given me i claim it now so the father is always giving the grace but are we aware of the father and are we aware of all that's given and then we go into a state of gratitude and then in that gratitude there's the grace mm -hmm. So it's pretty simple. It doesn't, it doesn't take rocket science to understand it, but it does take willingness. So if we're not willing to give attention to the grace, we're not going to be aware that grace is always here. Mm. You know, it's like Taraji used to say, uh, peace is always here, but you are absent. Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> okay, so the same, you could apply that to any, any uh, holy attribute. You could say grace is always here, and it's, it's always present, but we're absent. We're not communicating to it. So that's what it means, I claim it. When you claim something, you, you are consciously, actively making an action to connect with something, to claim it. It's like you're taking ownership. You're taking ownership of your grace. And you're saying, well, the grace is here and it's obvious. Mm. And all I have to do is look around and see the, the beauty, the tranquility, the, um, yeah, the, the, uh, appreciation of this state. Okay, thank you. Thank you.